Can you remember at the beginning of the year when you were like, 2020 is going to be so rad. I'm stoked to do all the things that I want to do and achieve my goals. And maybe one of those goals was fitness and then quarantine started. And now the year is base. We're like halfway over, just over halfway It's crazy, but it just takes me back to the days of when I would literally, okay, I was so insecure about my weight for a really long time. Not saying that I'm, I don't have insecure days because, hey, we're all human. I think it's just a human thing to have insecure days, but I used to set a goal for myself every single year to lose 10 pounds. Why it was always 10 pounds? I don't know, but that was my goal and I never got there. Like I would try so hard and then I felt like I was getting nowhere and so I would just lose motivation and give up. But I'm reminded by this now because we're stuck in quarantine and thankfully I've learned enough over the last decade to feel confident in really making my routine and my fitness work during this time but oh my gosh I feel like I would feel totally I don't even know if upset is the right word I would just feel totally like what the heck is happening right now with my fitness like I would just literally feel so unmotivated because I would have set this goal to lose 10 pounds and then feel like I was getting absolutely nowhere with no support and just no gym membership or anything. So I don't want you to be feeling that way. But if you are, don't lose hope because there's always something that you can do in order to achieve your goals. And most often it's something that's really small, really small and really simple. You just got to start. And I'm mentioning this right now because my shredded body for type ones program it's based off of my signature program fat loss for type ones but it's available at a discounted rate until august 1st 2020 so i really wanted to mention this in case you are wanting to lose fat this year because this might just be the very thing to help you get there inside of the program It's all of the steps that helped me lose over 20 pounds, not 10 pounds, 20 pounds with type 1 diabetes. And it's the steps that I use when I'm helping and coaching clients to lose weight and achieve their fitness goals also with type 1 diabetes. So you learn how to set your macros and calories for fat loss. You There's a bunch of exercise routines from home and the gym, and you learn how to keep your blood sugar stable with exercise and how to adjust your macros and calories because they do not stay the same once you set them. You have to know how to adjust them and how to accurately track your food intake and your body weight. So by the end of the program, you will feel exactly how I do right now, where you feel totally confident in what you are doing and the progress that you are making towards achieving your goals. So to check out the program, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. And just one last reminder that this program is only available for a limited time price until August 1st, 2020. 
If you enjoy this episode today and it inspires you in some way, please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes and bonus content. And if you enjoy this episode, if it was like super helpful for you, please do take a couple seconds to rate and review this podcast. It really does mean so much when you do that, you guys. You have no idea. If you listen to a bunch of podcasts like I do and you just hear this message all the time and you're like it kind of goes in one ear and out the other I'm I just want you to know that when you do take the time to rate and review it literally means everything (laughs) like it helps this podcast out so much because it's a way that helps to expand the reach and makes it possible for other people to find this show as well and benefit from hearing this content and we're all in this life thing together so I really do appreciate your support thank you thank you thank you welcome to the more than just a type podcast a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life i'm your host taja kato expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss entrepreneur and lover of all things fitness and personal development Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. How early should you typically bolus before a meal? So this is a good cue. And it's one that I sometimes fuck up on. (laughs) So typically, I think the very first thing is, it depends for me, this might be the same for you. What time of day is it? What are you planning on doing? What are you eating? All of this kind of stuff. Because I'll tell you right now that I'm so much more insulin resistant in the morning, which means I need to give myself insulin farther in advance before eating and I typically for the mornings I like to give myself insulin about 30 minutes before my first meal and I usually get up around seven maybe I'll eat breakfast around eight or nine and it's really really important that I try to remember to give myself insulin (laughs) 30 minutes before because otherwise I struggle with going up a little bit with high blood sugar and for the rest of the day because it's really just mornings that I'm more insulin resistant and even depending on what I'm eating too I will actually give myself insulin 30 minutes before I will either start eating and then in the middle of my meal give myself a small bolus or wait until after and then give myself another small bolus to kind of help that curb that increase in sugars depending on what I'm eating. Right now, I feel like I go through phases, but right now I'm eating oatmeal with a scoop of protein powder in it. Now, for the rest of the day, I try to typically give myself insulin 15 minutes before. In the evenings, I am the most insulin sensitive. Sometimes I will actually give myself insulin depending on what I'm eating again. This is also more so because my dinner has fewer carbs than my breakfast and my lunch. And so since I eat fewer carbs in the evening, sometimes I'll actually give myself my insulin in the middle of my meal or just after. So that's what helps me, but it really, I think, yeah, you just need to know when are you most insulin resistant and then kind of play around with the timing for that. But 
This is what works for me. And I will just go through a quick list here of popular insulin and the duration, the peak, the onset for the insulin because it's so easy to forget. Like you are trying to remember a million things every single day and then just sometimes you're hungry and you sit down and you're like, shit, I totally forgot to give myself insulin and it happens. So typically though for FIOSP, um, the onset is two to 15 minutes. Peak is 0.25 hours to two hours. Duration is two to five hours. For Humalog, Admalog, Novalog, Novorapid, and Epidra, 10 to 30 minutes is the onset. The peak is uh, half an hour to one and a half hours, and then the duration is three to five hours. And then for R, regular insulin, you. Do you remember R? I don't know if you've taken it before. If you are taking it, I'm sorry, but when I was first diagnosed, R was my fast-acting insulin. And so the onset for that, I remember it was, it would take forever before I could eat. Like I'd be starving. Um, but the onset is 30 to 60 minutes before a meal. The peak is two to five hours. And then the duration is five to eight hours. So I'm sure it works for some people, but I just remember that at the beginning of my diagnosis. So yeah, this is typically what works for me. I hope this quick tip episode is helpful to you as well. And It just, it takes some trial and error and some playing around with, but generally 30 minutes does the trick for my mornings and 15 minutes for the rest of the day. So if this episode is helpful for you today, please do share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe because that way you won't miss out on future episodes and bonus content. Talk to you very soon. Bye for now.